G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Mike. And I'm Dale. And we're here for our review and rank series for Eurovision 2022. And today is all about the microstate of San Marino. Yeah, microstate. People just love to say that in the Eurovision fandom, don't they? Don't, and don't people just love them as well? That people have a real attachment to San Marino. Well, it's because they are a micro state. The population. I used to use Kalgoorlie in Western Australia as a town to say that was a population to equivalent. Mm. But Kalgoorlie's got too big for them now. There's something like <laughs> Warrnambool. Oh, wow. Even then, like San Marino's going nowhere and everyone else is moving on. But <laughs> for its place as small as they are, my God, do they punch above their weight at Eurovision. They've competed 11 times and they've qualified on three occasions, which is a much better qualification record than a few other countries have been talking about recently. Yeah, absolutely. Good stuff. And actually, they're coming off two qualifications in a row. I kind of forgot that. Wow, yeah. 2019, Sir Hat with Say came 19th, their best ever result. And of course, Senit and Flow Rider. <laughs> I still can't believe that happened. It was like a, <laughs> a bad trip or like something. A fever dream. Yeah, they came 22nd uh, last year in the grand final. Maybe a little bit disappointing of what their expectations were. But nonetheless, two qualifications in a row for San Marino. On a roll. Yeah. Well, who have they got, Michael, to try and keep this run going and go for a hat-trick? Well, this year we have Achille Lauro with Stripper. Lauro, born Lauro di Marinis, is a 31-year-old Italian artist from Verona in northern Italy. His stage name itself is taken from a fatal Italian ship hijacking from the 1980s. Very famous it was at the time. Now, Achille emerged on the Italian scene in 2014 and has since released eight albums. It's impossible to really shoehorn this guy into uh, the genre of music. Uh, he does things like rap, pop, punk, grunge, electronica... He really is quite a varied artist. Now, he competed in the Italian music festival Sanremo in 2019 and 2020, finishing in ninth and 8th place respectively. He was a guest artist at the festival in 2021 and then returned to compete again this year, finishing in 14th place with his song Dominica. An incredibly successful artist in the Italian music scene and really one of the biggest names we will see at Torino. Oh, totally. And he had a bit of an unusual way to actually get to the Eurovision stage because we all probably thought that one day uh, he would be representing Italy from San Remo, but he's actually representing San Marino. Not long after missing out on San Remo, he popped up in Una Voce per San Marino, which was the San Marinese national final this year, which was quite the epic thing. We had a lot of people audition from all over the world. We had these emerging acts all go over over to San Marino, audition live there, including two Australians, Tanza and Jessica Condit. Then there were semi-finals of 60 international artists. Then there were some San Marinese ones, a second chance round, an emerging acts final, and then the actual final of 18 acts. Mm. And he was pretty much parachuted in really quite last minute. So all these people went to this massive effort. Mm-hmm. 
Akali Laro, superstar, drops in at the last minute and wins the final by a single point, though. So he didn't win it commandingly, but he did win it and book his place in Turin. I was surprised he only won by a single point, to be honest, because mm. he is such a big name. But basically, he just packed up his stuff from San Remo and took a drive down to San Marino and off he went. Exactly. All right, let's have a talk about some of the pros on this one, Dale. I personally love the glam rock authenticity of this. It's seriously straight off something, and this is a very Australian reference, Countdown 1979. (laughs) I guess you would say Top of the Pops 1979 if you were from the UK, for example. But there is a real authentic feel to the glam rock being presented here. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that authenticity you say in the rock here, I'm kind of saying he's giving me the sex in the rock and roll. (laughs) He makes it sleazy and rocky and that kind of thing you imagine with it compared to the kind of neutered rock and roll we're getting from a couple of other acts this year. And I I love that about it. Yeah, people are saying certain other acts are the rock acts. No, this is the rock act. The others are kind of, you know, FM radio kind of rock. I'm also going to say Achille as a performer, he just brings this crazy sort of nonchalant, messy sexiness to the stage and it works. It could easily go, no, this is terrible, but he totally pulls it off. Yeah, he's an absolute superstar. You said it earlier in the piece, and he is the superstar of this lot competing. He has this incredible stage presence, and not only that, he's such a visual performer. Mm-hmm. He just made waves with every San Remo performance that he did. It was just unbelievable. Like Maybe not so much this year as probably the, the lesser of the lot, but still, it's all visual. It's incredible, and he's going to bring something. This is the Eurovision stage. Mm-hmm. What he's done at San Remo has been incredible, but we're going to have 200 million people, or at least 80 in the semi, or something like that. He's going to make a spectacle of this. Yeah, something's going to happen. I'm scared of live TV <laughs> in front of Europe and the world with a Lauro. Something's going to happen. You get that feeling, don't you? Now, the mix of English in the lyrics here are just enough to kind of catch your ear and make you listen a little more intently. They're a little bit scrambled, but we'll get to that later. Not only do they obviously add that degree of accessibility, but they do kind of make you take notice you know, and you hear those references. Yeah, I think, and also the song I think is fine. Like it's not groundbreaking, it's not terrible, but it's also got a first listen likability. Like I didn't really hear it, I saw him perform and I was like, oh yeah, I don't mind that, that's pretty good. I wasn't blown away, but there was still something instantly that I liked. I mean, it wasn't just with his performance, there was enough kind of hook to catch on to. So you don't have to listen to this a bunch of times to kind of get it. I think actually the more you listen to it, the more you'll probably not like it, if that makes sense. All right, I guess we should go on to some of the cons on this one, Dale. The song is not going to be everyone's cup of tea. Particularly juries, I just can't see them really rewarding this. It is fairly simple in its uh, execution, etc. And then we're left sort of relying on Achilles' personal pull. And we'll see if that eventuates. Yeah, I've got that down as well. The song is pretty basic. You're going to be voting for him rather than the song. I think most people would be doing that. Maybe some will still enjoy the song, of course. I also think the nature of the song doesn't maybe allow for the theatrics that he's done in the past. Yeah, he can kind of go around the stage and do his kind of thing. But his best performance have these been these moments of theatre and full-on visual stuff. And he'll find a way to do it. But I don't think the song allows those moments as much to, to, to be there. 
Yeah, I agree with you. He sort of prowls around very well in this, but, I mean, he's not going to be running around in a wedding dress singing this song or anything like that. Well, I wouldn't rule it out. (laughs) Who knows? Um, But, um, yeah, I know what you mean. It it certainly limits him a bit. Now, lyrically, it is a mess. Um, If you even go through the translation and everything, it's a word jumble, and particularly with those English words just sort of being scattered in there. So... Again, juries aren't going to be great on that. But it also takes the song into what I think are sort of parody areas and it detracts from the real genuine sort of 70s glam rock vibe that we're getting, which to me is its main strength. And we've got to remember, yes, fans, we know Khalil has been around forever and a day, but there will be the Monoskins comparison. Mm-hmm. People who just tune in once a year will be like, oh, well, he's just a rip-off of Monoskin last year when it's totally not true. He's the one that kind of set these boundaries and went out and made this amazing. So it'll be a real shame that most likely that is going to happen unless he can do something really out there that's completely different rather than just go around being sexy with his half his half naked because I mean that's pretty much what Monoskin did last year yeah very true those comparisons are coming up and I think it's very very unfair completely I will say also here his live performance from the national final complete mess (laughs) let's face it absolute (laughs) why am I saying the word mess quite a bit in this episode (laughs) now that almost did rely 100% on Achilles you know domestic pull of him being an Italian star we're getting to the wider European audience normal people won't know him (laughs) you know what i mean fans do we're all rabid people that watch sanremo but normal people won't so he's not gonna have that automatic hey let's just throw him points because he's a killie exactly and also we've got to talk about semi-final first up in terms of things because he's it's going to be a battle to get out there's no italy voting in this Mm -hmm. semi-final which i think you would have almost had 24 points sewn up with a Kelly Lara. I would have agreed. Uh, at least 12 from the public. So that's quarter of what you probably need. Gone. That's going to make it tricky. Yeah, very much so. I thought not having Italy in this really hurt him. Well, it isn't just us reviewing and ranking this year's songs, Dale. It's also the Aussie Vision team. And what have they thought of Achille Lauro and San Marino? All right, well, the Aussie Vision team did go through all the songs. They have ranked them first to last. You know the drill by now. And they have put San Marino in 27th. Okay, that's a little low, I think. Yeah, I I can kind of see why. Mm. I I don't think this will be everyone's cup of tea. It's not super low. It's not super high. It's kind of probably where I expected it to be, to be honest. Possibly, and it's a bit of an odd genre, isn't it? So um, perhaps it might resonate with a certain demographic more than another. Well, what is the range on this one, Lightdale? We have a third to 37th. From that third, there's another four others in the top 20, so that's five, but only one in the top 10, and five in the 30. So you pretty much had like at the top and at the bottom kind of thing going on. A little sprinkling at the top and then a bit of a clump at the bottom there. Yeah, and everyone just mixed in between. Alright, so who are we hearing from about Stripper? Well, in a shock to no one, we'll be hearing from Liv, and we'll also be hearing from Steve. The man, the myth, the legend himself, Achille Lauro. I am so excited to be seeing him at Eurovision. Honestly, this man can do absolutely anything with staging. He will push the envelope and make something totally quirky, amazing, unforgettable, and we'll just see as far as he can push the limits on um, what he can do with stagecraft. I think you can completely forget what he did at the San Marinese National Final because 
that was very, very beige and tame for what he can do. And I know he'll bring something absolutely outstanding and unforgettable to Eurovision for sure. I love the song. It's got that quintessential Italian rock feeling. I absolutely adore everything about this entry. Stripper by Achille Lauro for San Marino is definitely one of the songs that are my guilty pleasures in the lineup for um, for Turin. I love a bit of glam rock. I quite like the, the 70s era generally. And with such a charismatic lead singer, we can definitely expect some form of extraordinary performance, um, costume. I, I think it's going to be a spectacle. Um, I don't rank it massively highly, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what happens on the uh, Turin stage. Well, the thing that strikes me from both of them is this expectation that they have. They know who Achille is. They know what he's capable of. So they're really excited about what he's about to bring, particularly Liv. She's hyped. Absolutely oh, yeah. hyped. And I definitely relate with Steve's connection to that glam rock sound and that because that's sung to me as well. Yeah, and I was as I was listening to that and thinking about us, I was like, oh, maybe we've got really high expectations and he might slightly disappoint, you know? Mm. Um, but at the same time, that's us crazy fans and everyone is going to be kind of discovering him for the first time. So he could do 50% of what he's done in the past and blow people away. True, very true. All right, let's wrap and rank this one, Dale. On a personal level, I really get the brilliant sort of nostalgic feel that this brings. But I know I'm probably going to be in the minority on this one. I'm also one of those people that knows who Achille Lauro is. Once again, probably going to be in the minority once we get to the contest. So I am willing to look past the sheer chaotic mess that this brings to the table at times. I somehow doubt the rest of you will be so forgiving. I really enjoy this one. I've given it 18th. Okay, 18th, yeah. Bonus point for him bringing the word sex toy to a Eurovision <laughs> song as well. Yeah, people were saying, okay, he can say sex toy, but Latvia can't say pussy. Yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah, fair enough. Interesting. Mm. Um, the Italians, they can get away with anything. <laughs> Look, from my side, I felt a bit weird about him going there in the first place because I didn't like this parachuting in nature of it. And I kind of guess I always wanted him to go to Eurovision for Italy. Mm. Um, but once I got over that, I got over it pretty quickly because I'm so excited to see him in the flesh perform um, mm. in Turin. I think he's the superstar. Like, I know we have Mahmoud. I know we have these others, but he's the person I'm most excited and would get, like, giggly schoolgirl with just because he just has this aura of global superstar, even though he's not. He's just, like, an <laughs> Italian superstar. He, in his head, he's a global superstar. And I think he'll bring that to stage, and I think it'll exude out of him down that camera. So I hope it will work. The problem with it, though, is you're kind of putting Lewis Hamilton in a family-sized sedan kind of thing and expecting him to win a Grand Prix. Mm. The song, maybe that's a little unfair, but the <laughs> song is just not good enough, I think, for him to really go as far as he could do in both a visual aspect and just in a competition overall. It's not the best. It's not the worst. I've got in 27th. I do agree with you. I wish his vehicle, to use that analogy, <laughs> was a little bigger and better. But who knows? He can extract anything out of anything. And I'm really excited about seeing him live so, too. I yeah. know. I didn't think on a thing, but I was like, oh my God, out of everyone I want to see like perform, he's the one I'm, I'm most excited about. Totally. Of anyone. Hopefully he spits on us or something. Yeah. It'll, it'll make my life. We're a little far, far back to get spat on, unfortunately. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think so. Oh, well, really interesting one. I think we're all looking forward to seeing Achille. Yeah, fantastic. And we'll catch you next time. Arrivederci. A 
as always, thanks for joining us and thank you for your support. You can follow us on our social media channels at Aussie Vision Net. And if you want to support the work that we and 20 Aussie Vision volunteers do and get some really good bonus content, then you can subscribe to our Patreon. The link is in the show notes. Thanks very much. Catch you later.